Unity of Farmington Hills, a powerful path for spiritual living. tells us all the time. Oh my goodness. Uh, were we online before for Good Friday last year? Or are we here? Okay. So we're so folks are still getting used to the idea that we're doing Good Friday in person. Okay, got it. Um, <clears throat> well, welcome to Good Friday service today, everybody. Hello. 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 <laughs> Good to see you all. Good to see the smiling faces. We're gonna go into prayer and then we're gonna do meditation. Um, so I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. Bring your attention down into the center of your chest. Just tune into that space right there in the center of your chest, our heart center. Open yourself up to the feeling of love, a feeling of joy and peace. 
willing to cleanse and release. As we tune into that one power and that one presence, that one activity, that is our releasing power, God the good omnipotent, Mother, Father, everything God, as we tune into your vibration, your energy, your spirit, your divinity within, we release the hustle and bustle of the day. We release everything we were fasting on for this Lenten season. We open ourselves up to be cleansed, crucified, and renewed. We thank you for the example that Jesus gave us as our big brother, our way shower, the truth, the way, and the life. And as we prepare for today's message, we release everything we think we know and we open ourselves up for a newness in Christ to be ignited by your word God to be cleansed by your word God and to be renewed by your word and we take in a deep breath breathing in a feeling of love exhale deeply take another deep breath breathing in love and exhale deeply just take in one more deep deep breath breathing in a feeling of love and exhale deeply let your shoulders drop let your mind be free let your body relax. As we just sit in a sacred space just for a little bit, tuning into a feeling of God, a feeling of freeness, a feeling of peace. With every breath you take, just let your body become more and more relaxed in the presence of God. Accept this moment just as it is. as we open ourselves up more deeply. We let you relax our bodies. We let you prepare us for the day, this evening. And we are ready to move into a new resurrected self. And so we thank you for your mighty gift of love that loves us no matter what.
claim our freedom right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. You may open your eyes.
used to the other way that's done, but that touched me so much. Thank you all. Can we give them another hand, please? You know, that's one of my, that's my, uh, can't even think for a second. Give me a second. That's one of the things that is my mission from God and that I ask God to always be different and be pure so that all you people can see is my light, not my ego, but my light. And the purpose of Good Friday, which was not a good feeling day for Jesus, but the purpose of Good Friday, which is why it is good, because even in the moments when it's not good feeling, God's presence is still there. So the purpose of Good Friday, which can be the most difficult times in our life when we go through loss and sudden pain and those issues. But the good thing about Good Friday is that God is always there and there's always an opportunity and a chance to feel it differently and see the presence of God there and feel the light of God resonating so deeply in you that you can go through it because you know through faith, through love, through the presence of God, it is still all right. Amen? And so that just, that stirred me up. I love, I love our music team. I just love you guys. I just do. And ladies too. <laughs> so today's talk is called The Healing Power of Crucifixion. And this means a lot to me. I've been going through a lot of releasing this week. I take this whole thing to seriously. I'll say it that way. I'm still really full. So maybe I should stop and just pray. So give me a second. So God, I know you just, you're resonating deeply in me and you're coming through strong. I know I can't change the power of your presence, but I can ask you to change me to be able to take it in flexibly and buoyantly and with, with stride. Make me different so that I can be filled with this energy that's coming in me and be an expression of your presence, your word, your message freely, peacefully, still celebrating, but to the point that I can hear you without the emotion attached. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. Uh, <clears throat> I feel better now. So there's two things that I said last Sunday that really resonated deeply with me, and I, I, I uh, wanted to repeat those today. I'm going to be going around in circles, so if y'all going to get dizzy, you're just going to get dizzy with me. <laughs> I'm, full. I'm full today already. Uh, I feel like I just sit down and let them sing some more. <laughs> but um, the first thing that really struck me as I was speaking last week, and I didn't realize it was hit me so deeply when I said it last week, is that Jesus... Um, the in, so I'll just read the scripture because it's in John chapter 3, verse 16. And it says, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And to me, I believe that that was God's spiritual gift to us all 
Because the moment we were conceived in God's mind, before we were even conceived in our mother's bodies, that breath, that Son of God was placed there. It is the divine spark, the divine essence of God that exists in each and every one of us. Does that make sense to everybody? That that's your Son of God. That's your gift of God. And it's beautiful because that, that's your power. That presence is your power. Now, the other part that uh, really hit me, because people think that it's Jesus that's the Son of God, and it's not Jesus that's the Son of God. Jesus represents the human being from Nazareth that came to demonstrate the Son of God in us. But the other piece that was really brilliant and I really love is that Jesus said in John chapter 15, verse 13, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Now that is the gift that Jesus gave for us. So we have the spiritual gift of God through the Son of God inside of us, that divine spark of God inside of us. And then we have the physical gift of God through God's presence in our, our life through Jesus, how Jesus demonstrated that. And that is what we are here to talk about today. How to demonstrate the healing power of that crucifixion inside of us. Charles Fillmore says that crucifixion means to cross it out. I resonate with that, kind of. But I like deeply, because you cannot destroy energy, it can only be changed. I like the idea that crucifixion is burning away those aspects of our consciousness that are blocking us from fully expressing and resonating the light of God. And so to me, that resonates more deeply. You cannot cross out the energy that we've created. We can transmute it to something higher. Amen? Amen? And so that's what we're here to do today, is to transmute it to something higher. And we're going to do it through the healing power of the crucifixion. And we're going to do that through the, what is called the seven last words of Jesus. And so I'm going to go into this. And the seven last words are the words that Jesus said when he was on the cross. And the beautiful thing is that the cross represents two things. The vertical part of the cross, which I wish I'd have had a, a, sign, a little picture of a cross, but the vertical part of the cross represents our, our spiritual relationship with God. It's our oneness and uprightness with God. And the horizontal part of the cross represents our relationship with ourselves and others, the human realm of us. And right in the center... The essence of the center where they both connect is where we take that power of God and we be that power of God in this world. It's where Jesus created miracles. But Jesus did not do the miracles from his human side. He did the miracles by connecting with the Christ in him and allowing the Christ in him to tap into the Christ in the other person. And as he did that, it activated their consciousness on who they were in and are in Christ. Does that make sense to everybody? And that in the, in the moment you get to that high vibration, that's where you can heal. You cannot heal from the level that you created. The human level that you created, you cannot do. And you cannot live in this world only on the horizontal cross and have a full life. You have to do it on the vertical part of the cross aligned with the horizontal part of the cross. Which is no mistake why, why Jesus was killed on a cross. But it was the idea of the human attachment to the cross that was killed. Does that make sense to everyone? When we, rode, when we had the idea of riding in on a donkey, Jesus on Passover, he rode in on the donkey, represent our conscious mind, our spirit, 
overriding the human and directing it forth. Well, the purpose of crucifixion is to switch us back to having the spirit be in charge of the body and to have a balance of that in our heart center. And so when we look at these seven last words, which are the last things Jesus said while he was on the cross, the first one is from Matthew chapter 27, and it is verse 46. And in that he says, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, lama sabachthani, rather, which means, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? And a lot of people have thought that meant, or were thinking that meant, did God abandon Jesus? That God could not see, he was so pure, he could not see the sin in Jesus. The truth is, God can see anything. The truth is, when Jesus is saying that, he is acknowledging Psalm 21. In Psalm 21, which the first century Jewish people knew, that was, that was prophesying Jesus being crucified on the cross. So when he's saying this piece, he's, he's saying the first part of Psalm 21. The other part of this is George uh, Lamza, who created another, the Lamza Bible, says that this was misrepresent, a mistranslation. He says that the same sounds in Aramaic can also mean, my God, my God, for this I was born. My God, my God, for this I was born. Which means that any time we are going through an experience in our life, like some of us are going through some deep hell experiences right now in our lives. Some of us are watching loved ones go through deep hell experiences, and, it caused, and it's causing it in us too. But this applies. My God, my God, for this I was brought here. For this I was created to balance and stay in a space where no matter what you're going through, you acknowledge the Christ in it and you be the Christ in it. Does that make sense to everybody? So as we release today, we're going to go through a meditation. So I'm not going to be long on this piece. I'm just going to tell the steps, tell them what they mean, and we're going to go into meditation. As we release today, I want you to tune into that thing, that thing that's bothering you, that thing that's been looming over you, that thing that you remember from the past, whatever comes to mind. And know that it is for this moment, for this day, that you were born, that you were brought here to transmute that into a higher expression and to be the presence of God in that circumstance. Does that make sense? Thank you. <laughs> the second word, the seven words that he said, the second one that he said it comes from Luke 23, and it's verse 34. And this is when they're yelling at him, why can't he come down from the cross and all of that. And that stuff is in Psalm 21. Jesus says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They know not what they are doing. And in that space, wait, let me go back a little bit. When you're in a place of this is for the first one, Father, Father, I mean, God, God, my God, my God, 
Why have thou abandoned me or forsaken me? In those moments that we feel that way, what it's representing and what it's giving us an opportunity to do is deny the power of what we're experiencing in that moment and open up into acknowledging what's going on and deny the power of it, but look at it from a higher expression. When you go into the forgiveness piece, what you do in forgiveness, forgiveness is giving something for something. So you give love for the misinterpreted, false interpretations of what you experienced that caused some type of hurt, some type of something inside of you. Does that make sense, everybody? Because we saw it wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Debbie, Deborah. We saw it wrong. I got to make sure I say it right, Deborah. Because we saw it wrong, that's what caused us to step into unforgiveness. It was an expectation that we had, and someone transgressed that expectation. We are not meant to have expectations on anybody except God. And the only expectation that we are to have on God is that God will do what God promised God would do. Does that make sense? Yeah. That the spiritual law will always be the spiritual law no matter what. So the first thing, you acknowledge what's going on and you sit with it, deny the power of what it is. And the second uh, uh, word that Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do, know not what they are doing. The truth is we don't either. When in, we're in those moments where we... Feeling some kind of way, we don't know what we're doing. We're coming from the ego, the human. I was listening to um, Joe Dispenza. I love him. And he was saying that we are so caught up in our body, our environment, and time. He said we are here to be nobody, living nowhere, in no time. But that's the hardest thing for us to do, isn't it? And yet, when we do the crucifixion, that's what you end up doing. You step into spirit, and in spirit is no body, is no thing, and it's no time, because it's always eternal now. Number three, this is from the third uh, word that Jesus said. And these are scriptures. They call them words, but they're scriptures. Luke 23, 43. And it says, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. Remember, there were two thieves on on either side of him, and one of them went, was uh, taunting Jesus, and the other one said, can't you see that this man is innocent? He has done nothing. We deserve to be up here, but he has done nothing. And there's times in our life when we criticize ourselves, when we talk about and treat ourselves inappropriately, when he, we have done nothing wrong, like for real, for real. And the only reason why we're doing that it's because we're copying what others have done to us or what we've seen others do to themselves. And so when we step in a space of saying, I assure you today you will be in paradise, we shift our consciousness. We've already denied the power of what's going on. Now we affirm the truth of our circumstance and the truth of who we are. The moment you affirm that truth, you begin to step into peace. Remember we said that Jerusalem, that, that when Jesus did his... It, it, his, um, his triumphant entry, it was entering into Jerusalem. Do you remember that? Yeah. We well, got to work through releasing and crucifying to be able to live in Jerusalem forever. So that means that constant affirming and denying. Denying the power of what's going on that seems to be an issue and affirming the truth. The moment you affirm the truth with your whole trust and faith in God, you move into a feeling of paradise. Does that make sense? Yeah. We're going to do that through meditation. The next thing, Jesus says, as he realizes his mother is standing there down at the foot of his cross. Can you just imagine that? Just imagine your mother 
Oh, man. I forgot to bring my plant in here. I have a plant that Dr. Debbie gave me that is the crown of thorns. And it's growing up big. And it's the same plant that was used to make the cross, the, the crown, to put on Jesus' head and to ram it into Jesus' head. And when they prick you, it burns. The little things from the thorns, it burns you. And it, and it, and it you know, burns you deeply. And then, of course, they whipped him with these things that rip your skin off on your back. And, of course, they beat him and punched him. So he was all bruised up and purple and blue and bloody up there on the cross. And his mother is at the foot of the cross looking at him. Can you imagine that? Knowing that this is what he was here for. And when he notices his, daughter, his mother being the oldest son of hers, because in Jewish tradition, the oldest son took care of the mother. He knew he was dying. He knew he was leaving. So when he noticed that, he decided to put his mother in the care of one of his disciples, John. He says, dear woman, here is your son. And he looked at John and said, here is your mother. Remember that we, when we were talking... It was Christmas Eve, and I said that, Jesus, that um, Mother Mary represents our soul. It's the feminine part of you. It represents your soul. It represents the marriage between your mind and your heart. It's the feminine part of you, and your body is the masculine part of you. Well, we are to take and put our soul into the power of love. We are to take and we are to be, have grace and love and mercy over our thinking and our heart. And we are to take that and to give it to God so that God can purify away the way we were thinking in, inappropriately and falsely about something and the way we were feeling about it. And in that process, God takes over with the power of love. And so as he gives his mother over into the hands of John, which represents love, that demonstrates us giving our souls over into the hands of God to be purified. That represents going inside and using in our heart and mind the love that we've given through forgiveness, using that to purify our thinking and our feeling nature. Number five, I am thirsty. And that's from John 19, 28. This, when I was thinking about this, reminded me of one of the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5. And we went over the Beatitudes last year. We spent pretty much time, a lot of times in that and the Sermon on the Mount. Or it might have been the year before that because it was a long one. Jesus is saying, I thirst for righteousness. Righteousness is the right way of thinking. Now these things that Jesus is doing on the cross, sacrificing himself as an innocent, he did nothing wrong. He was sinless. We are in moments sinful, <laughs> but he was sinless doing this for us. Hungering and thirsting for righteousness to pave the way, pave a way for us to be in that. Is that connecting with everybody? Number six. This is one of the things that we do when we say we speak those things that be not as though they were. And Howard has it up there again already on John 19, 30. I forgot to say it. 
But he said, it is finished. We claim it to be so. You claim whatever it is you're affirming. You claim it to be so as if it already is. Like for real. You claim it whether it feels like it or not. You have power over the energy. You have power over your experience. You have power over changing and transmuting what you're experiencing. So claim it. It is finished. Let's say that together. It is finished. Say it again. It is finished. One more time. It is finished. And the last thing, with, this is some sweet business. And um, some, you, though, not everybody here was in the class, but in the, 12, in the class we just had with the Celestine Prophecy, this reminds me of it. One of the things that went, when we were studying in the Celestine Prophecy is that you can raise your energy up so high that you can just, like Jesus did, Jesus said, into my hands, I commend my spirit. And you can get your body so purified that it becomes translucent. Which is why he told Martha, uh, Mary, or the, it was Mary, not to touch him when he had come out of the tomb in one of the, one of the gospels because he hadn't completely gone down to sit in the presence of God to let it all be solidified. When we let it go, and I, and I want you guys to take this, like, just really hear this. Every time we get an aha in God, every time we get crucified, and every time we get to a higher level of resurrection, your body goes to a higher frequency of light. You are a light center, and your body becomes more and more uh, uh, intense in the frequency of who you are and what you are. So it is really important to watch what you are thinking because just as high as you get up, you can come down. Just as high as you raise up your vibration, you can bring it down. Just as high as you can cause healing to happen in your mind, you can also cause disease again. I heard this story, Joe Dispenza again, was talking about how this guy was going through he was uh, 19 years old, and he was so excited about going away to college. And then his father um, ended up getting hurt, and he had to stay home and help with the family business. And not only did he have to help with the family business, it took years. So he wasn't able to go to college. He had this anger and resentment going on in his mind for years. And one day when he was 57, he had a growth on his face, found out it was cancer, skin cancer. So he went through the radiation, the chemo, and all of that. He got that, and then it was healed. But then another growth was on his leg. So he realized as he was working with Joe Dispenza, he realized that it was his thoughts and his feeling, that electromagnetic field that radiates the high vibration of who you are, that was a, a low vibration from the resentment, the anger, the unforgiveness, and the missed opportunities that he was thinking about. So he went away to work on those thoughts. He went through these steps of forgiveness. He went through these steps of releasing what no longer served him, stepping into affirming the truth. He went through these steps of getting himself even in a space to where his daughters and his wife would ask him things that normally would irritate him. He had practiced where it wouldn't irritate him because he expected them to just be themselves. He let go of expecting them to be different. When he was on his way back as he was in this space of peace, he realized that the growth had fallen off his leg. He was no longer the frequency to hold on and attach it anymore. That was the frequency that created it in the first place. 
We are here to crucify that part of ourselves that is holding us so bogged down by this earth, by what somebody else is doing, by other things that affect us deeply, that keep us from resonating in a high buoyancy and, and flow of high quality of life. Jesus said, I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly, but you cannot have an abundant life if you're caught up in the physical issue. Amen? Amen. So this last piece is you surrender it all to God. And that is Luke 23, 46. Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. I release it. I let it go. That song that Faith sang in the beginning is not just fun. It is truth. That when you release it and let it go, you can step into a higher frequency of who you are meant to be. And that's why Jesus came and loved us so much that he went through this experience. And all of us have a purpose on our life that we are meant to go through. We're going to go through a crucifixion uh, meditation. And so when faith comes, are you going to sing? Um, okay. So faith is going to come up and sing this inner space. There's a part during the song where she says, breathe. I want you to breathe as she's saying breathe. It's a healing in the breathing that activates you. And then when she's finished, I'm going to come up and we're going to go into our meditation. the power to set us free it's the cavern of creation and the truth of you and me this inner space and eternity of time it's the moment of the holy now and the allness that is
I invite you to close your eyes. Take a deep cleansing breath. Let the feeling of that song radiate deeply within you. Bring to mind what you want to release today. It could be a behavior, an action, a memory, a reoccurring thought a habit, an unforgiveness. Bring to mind right now what you feel led to release, to crucify, to purify into a higher vibration this very evening. And as you do, bring forth those emotions connected to it and let them come up like a roar inside of you. We are created for this very moment to transcend these feelings, these emotions, these thoughts, these experiences and beliefs, to transcend them. Let them come and rush in right now. 
and as they do become more centered in your chest in your heart center right in the center of your chest just breathe into that space as you feel those emotions those thoughts come in And as you feel that energy, that thought, the power, those thoughts, those emotions, I want you to affirm, this no longer has power over me. Just silently affirm, this no longer has power over me. And still feel it. But in a way where it no longer moves you. Let it move through you. Let the thoughts, ideas, beliefs, just observe them. They no longer have power over me. And breathe in deeply. This no longer has power over me. And within your heart, let a feeling of love radiate deeply. Sending it out to, to purify those thoughts, those emotions. Purify that false, misinterpreted understanding. Into peace. you to silently affirm forgive me father for I knew not what I did and give me the power to forgive those who trespass against me for they knew not what they did either and let the love resonate deeply into acknowledging the presence of God inside. Acknowledging your relationship with the Christ within. Just imagine how it would feel if you truly knew the love of God and truly had a deep relationship with God right now. silently affirm I live in the presence of God I acknowledge my relationship with God I experience now the kingdom of heaven and let peace overwhelm you as your mind moves into paradise Breathe in deeply and exhale deeply. And now imagine the energy in your head, your mind, 
and the energy in your heart. And imagine a link coming between the two of them, up from the heart into the mind, and then out and back down, up into the heart, into the mind, and back down, purifying you as you are invoked with the power and the love of God, uniting your soul with the consciousness of God, activating your electromagnetic field in the presence of the kingdom of heaven. Just visualize that light, the circular energy coming up from your heart into your mind, down, out, and around, and back up through your heart into your mind. As you put your soul in the hands of God, acknowledge I feel the presence of God's love radiating in my mind and in my heart and now imagine your energy thirsting for the righteousness the oneness the feeling of alignment with God you know how it feels to feel thirsty imagine that feeling of thirsting for the righteousness of God it'll come to you however it does just let it come that you're ready to see it from the perfect way that you're ready to be it from that perfect right way And acknowledge silently, I thirst and hunger for God's righteousness. And take a deep breath. Breathe it in. Let your soul and your mind, your body, drink it in. Breathe it in. The righteousness of God. Let it activate within you. And it's beginning to shake from you. You're beginning to detach from it. You're beginning to release it and let it go. And now with a feeling of trust, total trust and total faith in God. Claim my healing is done right now. I am, I am crucified and purified through the power of God's divine love. I am free. And feel it released from you. release from you. Affirm I entrust my spirit and my soul into thine hands, dear Lord. And let it go. Let it go into God's hands. Take three deep cleansing breaths, centering yourself. 
sit just for about a couple seconds or so. Just sit in the energy. I release it. I let it go. I am healed and purified by the Christ in me. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Take another deep breath. Breathe in love. And exhale love. And so it is. And we let it be. Amen. You may open your eyes.
because of who I am, but because of what you've done, not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading in a day it comes tomorrow. A wave in the ocean. because when we surrendered ourselves to God, we surrendered ourselves back to that which we are. We are God's. Can we give them another hand? Oh, I, I, I just love y'all. I love this team. I love everything. Um, <clears throat> let, we're going to do our love offering blessing, so I invite you to gently close your eyes and take a deep breath. Remembering that you are the prosperity of God, the greatest gift given to us is the Christ within full of abundance and righteousness. And as you feel led to give today, let it come to your mind what you feel led to give righteously with cheerful hearts. Breathe it in. Thank God for it. And let's go ahead and affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And there will be someone here to take your love offering here, and of course you can do it online. We have another special song.
up so we can do our prayer for protection together. And what I want to um, just uh, remind you all to stay in a kind of a, a solemn place. Just stay at peace. God's going to be working inside of you. These, two, these three days that Jesus' body, Jesus body was in the tomb where there was work being done in the body so that when the light resurrected it, it would be prepared. You're, there's work being done in all of us so that when we come back on Sunday, we will be prepared to resurrect and discuss the resurrection and the life. Does that make sense to everybody? So just let yourself try to be at peace. Let yourself be as solemn as you can. And just let God do God's work. We did work. We started work. But it's the Holy Spirit can only work in you if you give your body over to God. So let's go ahead and affirm our love offering blessing together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but would still like to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page, unityfh.com donate.